It's God's plan for me, and I respect yes, that. It's God's plan for me, and I believe uh-huh. that. It's God's plan for me, and I receive that. Guess yeah. what, dawg? You know you better believe uh-huh. that. It's God's plan for me, and I respect yes, that. It's God's plan for me, and I believe uh-huh. that. It's God's plan for me, and I receive That's that. Fikes. Fikes. Welcome to Favorite Purpose. I am your host, Jamel Deal. If it's your first time tuning in, I want to say I'm glad you chose to be a part of the FWP gang. To my attorney FWP gang family, I am back with Season 2, Episode 7. And you guys know, uh, if you follow me on the social medias, you know I was out there taking a little break real quick. We call it the refreshment. And so I was giving you guys a little chance to catch up on all the episodes that you may have missed. And, uh, you know, you guys have been doing pretty good with, you know, keeping up with the podcast and showing your support. And I, I really appreciate that. And uh, we're just going to keep running up for Christ. All right. So I just want to come back on here, guys, with a short message this time, uh, this time around, because uh, there's a lot going on right now in the world. And, uh, you know, I feel like Favorite Purpose is um, putting it on my heart to go ahead and put it out there and kind of like just help somebody else. Uh, who needs to hear this today and so like i said all my messages are you know geared towards christians of course and it's geared towards trying to become a better christian so uh you know you hear about the different type of christians that are out there in the world but i just want to kind of like you know just bring you guys into you know my office or my space right here to kind of like see if we can you know relate show how we can relate to each other and so uh basically on my little refreshment man you know spring break it seems like um, something always happens to me on spring break. Like, even when I was a teenager, man, things would happen to me. I'd get hurt. I'd fracture my wrist. Like, weird things. This time around, I'm 31 years old. This time around, I didn't hurt my knee. So, you know, I was like, man, I just can't catch a break. You know what I mean? So, um, you know, the spring break was cool. Uh, I had a chance to, you know, spend a lot of time with my family and my wife. And, you know, we just kind of hung out. And, you know, relax. Of course, I was coaching uh, over the break and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, I had, a, I had a pretty restful break, I would say. But uh, let's go ahead and hop right back into it. So, uh, like I said, I've been struggling with being annoyed lately. So, uh, I'm not sure if anybody out there has been annoyed very easily. But um, I think it's time to kind of like focus on how we can change that. Okay. And so, I've been annoyed very easily the last couple of weeks. Uh, and I know that my injury is actually one of the things that's contributing to it because I hate being hurt. I know people out there, you know, anytime you get, you know, hurt or anything like that, it's one of the, the weirdest moments, weirdest things that can ever happen to you in your life because it's uncomfortable. And so, uh, you know, and I rarely get injured playing basketball, but now I'm a little older now. And I, like you guys who follow me on social media saw that I posted something like about, uh, people making, you know, making fun of 35 year olds or people in their thirties when they perform at a high level. Like, I don't see how LeBron them doing it basically. But, um, anyway, so I had a lot of negative thoughts in my head simply because I hate being hurt. And it's one of those things like I just wanted the best for my body, of course. And also I don't, I don't like going to the doctor. And so, um, I just think that, you know, I finally accepted it. Um, I was able to move on, uh, move forward and everything. And so like, um, since, you know, I was a teenager, like I told you, I've always had something happen to me with spring break. And so I just thought about it and I was like, but I still have to thank God that, you know, I was able to go to the doctor and, you know, start the process of rehabbing my knee. So I start rehab this week. So I was like, man, right when I get into refreshment, you did not try to do something that I haven't done in a little while. Then I, now I got hurt. 
So anyways, um, but let's go ahead and get to what I was really trying to talk to y'all about today. And I want to talk about this little spiritual warfare that I feel that is going on right now. And so, um, you know, and I'm asking believers right now to pray as much as possible uh, because, you know, that's a part of our spiritual armor. And so when we keep that in our spiritual armor, you guys understand that praying for each other will keep us together, keep us united. And so there are a lot of things that are going on in this world right now that are trying to distract you and take your mind off of what the, you know, the task really is. And that is, you know, Jesus is on his way. You know what I'm saying? And he's on his way, man. He, we're going to go ahead and keep it at that. Like, just understand that the world is in a, in a bad place right now. And we just need each other more than anything, more than ever. And so uh, I just want to let y'all know that, you know, take the time out when you get a chance to go ahead and tap into that challenge that I have for March and April because it really flows within what I need you guys to do or what everybody needs to be doing right now. Like I said, I don't have all the answers and I will never sit here and act like I have all the answers. But I do want you to know that the answers right now is that we need to pray. So within that challenge that you're supposed to do in March and April, you're supposed to reach out to three people and ask if it's okay for you to pray together. Okay, remember to do that one. Then you also have to make sure that you read three chapters of the Bible. Uh, you have to read three chapters of a certain book per day. I'm sorry. And so Matthew, Luke, and James was just a simple example that I chose for this one. You could read any of the books in the Bible. There's six of them. So uh, anyway, then also you have to choose the book in the Bible and take notes on how it relates to your life or certain situations in your life. So like I said, there's six of them. Get in there, read them. Do what you have to do. All right. So prayer is divinely right. It is it is the divinely authorized mechanism. And, you know, God has given that to us, you know, to tap into his power. So I want you to, to, to hear that real quick. He has given it to us to tap into his power. Without prayer, we'll be ineffective in spiritual warfare. But with it, we'll be victorious. So I need you to understand that we can we can get the victory through our through our prayers. All right, through our prayers. I'm so sorry. So, yeah, we get our victory through our prayers, and then you also got to think about his power, okay? So, I've been praying for a lot of people lately. I'm just letting you know right now, you know, people reached out to me, Coach, can you pray for me? You know, can you pray for my family? Can you pray for, you know, my situation? Can you pray for, you know, I just, I love to pray for people, you know what I'm saying? And so, you ever need that, let's I say, you need any prayers, suggestions, anything like that, and when I say at the end of my episodes, I mean that. You know, I, I used to be that person, not going to lie. When somebody say, man, I need you to pray for me. Yeah, I seen you to prayer hand emojis. But now I got to the point to where I'm praying for you right then and there. I want to I want to challenge people to do that. Can we do that? Can we sit there and we pray for people right then and there? You know what I'm saying? I don't want you to have to wait. I don't want that prayer to wait. Let's go ahead and bless somebody with a prayer right then and there and see how that works. All right? So, now, I said I've been praying for a lot of people. And I know there has been people praying for me. You know, I, I could just feel it. I could feel the spirit moving in me. And like I said, I just want to thank you all for that. Whoever's been praying for me. Like I said, I really appreciate it. Like for real. Y'all understand. I really appreciate that. And so, like I said, I came today to deliver a quick message. And like I said, I hope it encourages somebody today. So what I put into quotations is, you know, you too blessed when they think you a threat. Right. So when you got that person out there who say, man, you talk about God too much. Man, you, you, that's not you. Man, like, you changing on me. Or, hey, let's go to this party. Oh, man, you lame. You don't never go with us no more. You don't never do this with us anymore. Like, those people right there, they don't understand that they're not in the path of your growth. Right? There's a growth pattern that you have going on right now. You're trying to grow, and so they're trying to hold you back. So what I want to let you know today is that you know you're too blessed when they think you're a threat. 
right? That could be anybody on your job. That could be your family. That could be, you know, just a stranger. Like, you, you know you're a threat when you start talking about God and people trying to like, man, I'm not listening to you. Like, that's how you know that you're a threat. You know what I mean? And like I said, it, it's not one of those things like, ah, man, we got to be negative about it or, man, you know, I don't have to listen to nothing you say because I already know what you did last week. You know what I'm saying? People make mistakes. That's what I want y'all to know. People make mistakes, but at the same time, you are a threat. You're a threat when you know you're, in the, you're on your way to the kingdom. You're a threat when you know that Jesus Christ is, is doing everything he can for you. And like I said, the enemy is working 10 times harder right now with the spiritual warfare. I'm telling you, he's working 10 times harder, and we need you right now. Everybody is needed right now. You know what I mean? To do what you, what you are called to do. You know what I mean? You can change that right now today. So if you're hearing this right now, I'm calling you right now to go ahead and get your prayer warriors together. And let's go ahead and fight the spiritual warfare. All right? Let's go ahead and get it. So look. James 4 verses 1 through 12 I want y'all to go and read that I'm not going to read all the verses But I want to read a, a few of them that stuck out to me Alright And so basically it says right here uh, What causes fights and quarrels among you Alright Don't they come from your desires uh, That battle within you So we have battles within ourselves That we're continuously fighting And that we are trying to put off sometimes And just think like Okay well I'm so defeated and there's no way that I can change. There's no way I can get out of this funk. There's no way I can get out of this situation that I'm in. That's not true. That is definitely not true. And so you desire, but you do not have, so you kill. So let's think about it. You will kill yourself, basically, just to make sure that people like you. Right? But God didn't put you on this earth to make sure that people like you. He put you on this earth so you can be like him. So you can be more like Christ. He didn't put you here to look for the likes or to always want someone's attention. The only person attention you should be seeking is his. All right. So I want you to understand that. Don't kill yourself off trying to be something that you're not. You know what I mean? And so it's like I said, I can I could speak from experience like it was so hard for me to even get this thing started. And you can go back to the first season and you hear me talk about that. It was so hard for me to get this podcast started because I didn't know where to start. And once again, like I said, you just have to go out there and, you know, pray about it, open your Bible, and then God let God do the rest, right? And so that's kind of what I'll do every day. And I want you guys to learn how to do that every day, just to let him be in control. And like I said, you still have to move, and you have to move in a direction. And when it doesn't feel right, when it doesn't feel right, like I said, you'll know when it's from God. And that's what, that's the crazy part about it. People, people will tell you, oh, man, you can't always say that, you know, God gave me this, God blessed me with this. But you will know. Trust me, you will know. So then it comes down a little lower, and it said, you adulterous people, don't you know that friendship with the world means enmity against God? Therefore, anyone who chooses to be a friend of the world becomes an enemy of God. Or do you think scripture says without reason that he jealously longs for the spirit he has caused to dwell in us, but he gives us more grace? That is why scripture says, God opposes the proud, but shows favor to the humble. Submit yourselves then to God. Resist the devil, and he will flee from you. And I just posted something on my Instagram like last week about this. You have to submit and resist. Submit yourself to the Lord and resist the devil. And I mean, like I said, everything that's happening right now is crazy. Like, I mean, it's, it's crazy, and I can't even imagine Imagine the future for our kids knowing that, you know, we have some negative people in the spotlight. We have some people who 
really shouldn't be praised this way because, like I said, they're not God, but they're being praised. And our kids are growing up praising the wrong people and, and praising the wrong thing and looking up to these people who are lost, misguided, and they're following in the footsteps of them. So parents, we need to go ahead and, and wrap, you know, wrap our arms around our children in prayer and continue to pray for them every day. And, you know, we continue to, you know, grow, grow them in relationship with Christ, too. Like, like my mama always had us in the church. My mother, she always had us there in church. She, even though we would wake up late on Sundays and she'd say, y'all better get up. Y'all better get up. You got 15 minutes to get ready and I'm leaving out the door with or without you. <laughs> but the crazy part is that she would never leave us because she wanted us to be in there. You know what I mean? So I'm just asking that we continue to pray for our youth. And pray for our troubled youth. And I just wish that we can continue to help our youth, man. They're hurting right now, especially with the people that they have to look up to, right? So if you need a role model, man, let me be a role model. I'll take that. You know what I mean? I'll take that, that, that job on. And like I said, I already wear many hats, but I would love to be someone's role model. I would love to be able to show kids the right way to do things because that's just what I love to do. So let me go ahead and get down a little bit more and it says to come near to God and he will come near to you realize I told you that you have to move you have to move yourself as well you have to move you have to start by going ahead and get down on your knees and praying right you have to go ahead and start changing some things in your life so you can go ahead and get closer to God because you can't get closer to God trying to be one foot in one foot out you know what I mean going to the club on Saturday going to church on Sunday you got to figure out what it is that you need to be doing for the kingdom of God, right? And so it also says, wash your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts. That's the part I'm talking about. I'm, I'm talking about the part right there, being double-minded and thinking that, oh, I can still hang out with this crowd and kind of have my Christian crowd over here. It doesn't work that way. You have to make sure that you join this Christian crowd and continue to grow with that Christian crowd. And I always said that if you're gonna be in a, in a circle, be in a circle with people who who know more about God than you and who actually can experience or who has experienced, um, you know, the Holy Spirit. And like I said, that can help you. And the people that are on the right path, you want to kind of not follow them, but you want to kind of be right next to them to let them know that, you know, hey, we are on this journey together. Right. You can't be with the secular crowd and saying, hey, guys, I want you guys to come over here and do this because they're just going to wave you off. But it's also one of those things where you have to go ahead and, you know, purify your heart and focus on you. Because a lot of people right now be focused on the wrong things. And like I said, they just don't understand that focusing on things other than what you need to be doing can hold you back. It really can. And so um, I'm going to come down here a little bit further. And it says, um, when you judge the law, you're not keeping it, but sitting in judgment on it. There's only one lawgiver and judge, the one who is able to save and destroy. But you, who are you to judge your neighbor? Like, who are you? Like, brothers and sisters, do not slander one another. Like, who are you? Who are you to say that um, what I do is not real, It's not authentic? Like, who are you to say that, you know, I'm faking? Who are you to say that somebody is, you know, not, not really godly? Who are you? Like, for real, I just want to know, who are you? And so, sometimes you just have to tell yourself that some people just aren't logical. And so, I wrote this in my notes saying that sometimes something may not be a big deal to you, but it is to somebody else. 
And so I just like complaining. I really do. I, I don't like complaining. I don't like people that complain. Uh, I, don't, I don't get along with people who complain a lot. And I noticed that. But it's kind of like I'm really tired of trying to put up with somebody who complains all the time. But I also try to see where they're coming from, if, if that makes any sense. And so um, anyway, so I just like complaining. But aren't you tired of feeling like you're never doing anything right? So kind of that's kind of how you feel um, when you're on your way becoming closer to Christ. You feel like you're never doing anything right. You feel like, oh, because you made a mistake and went back to your old ways or something like that, that it's over. No, it's not over, man. It's not over. Repent. Pray. I mean, like I said, get use that armor. You just get in there and continue to talk to him. You know, we all make mistakes. And we, we all have a, an, a, a God that we serve, man, that is so mighty and powerful that can help us get back up whenever we're down. So a person will make sure the moment you tell them no, that you feel terrible. Have you ever had that person that you told them no? They just was like made you feel like the most terrible person in the world because you told them no. Like, I don't I don't get it. Like sometimes you have to say no. Like when somebody's trying to drag you out to go party and do all that drinking and all that, you can say no. When somebody's trying to get you to do, you know, just something that's not really godly, you can say no. I'm not saying that you can't have fun, but you can really say no. Right? So we know better. And also, if something comes up and you make a decision that is not, you know, to their liking, then you're terrible as well. So you made a decision not to go that one night. You made a decision not to put yourself in harm's way with them. You made you made a decision to, you know, go the godly route. Nothing wrong with that. That's your decision. Your decision is to grow closer to God, right? So you keep asking yourself, right, am I a terrible person? No, you're not. And so do I feel like a terrible person sometimes? Yeah, sure. Yeah, you feel like a terrible person sometimes. But who can logically continue to make somebody feel that way? Think about it. The enemy, of course. Someone who is trying to be negative. Somebody who is not understanding that you are positively growing in, in a direction where you set out to be. and Where God wants you to be. That person will always try to bring you down. So logically, you got to think about it. How long can they keep doing that? Just pray for that person. That's all I got to say. Pray for them. So, um, you know, I pray for anybody who is going through that today. You know what I mean? Anything I just mentioned, I'm praying for you today. And so um, I just hope that we can make it through this. And um, anybody who's tired of being called selfish, anybody who's tired of arguing, anybody who's tired of not being understood, anybody who's tired of being told I don't care. I mean, I mean, there are just, just so many things that people are tired of right now. And like I said, you have to just keep holding on and keep fighting. So I just ask that, you know, God touches you guys today. Make sure that you can hold on as long as you can. Keep fighting the spiritual warfare to where we come out victorious with our prayers. Dear Lord, we just want to make sure that everybody is having the strength, the understanding, the uh, understanding that your mercy is lasting forever. And we just got to make sure that we are not so prideful to call on you, Jesus, Lord. And I'm just asking you that, Lord, you just watch over us every single day and continue to help us grow. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. So, look, that was just a quick prayer for y'all real quick. So, I'm going to let y'all go. But I have three things that I want you to know right now and uh, that I need you to understand. So, the first one is faith. Faith enough to believe that if you do what is right, all of the right things in life will come back to you. 
okay commitment have the courage and strength to commit to this christian grind i need you to commit to this christian grind man and don't turn left don't turn right but keep pushing forward and focus on your goals as a christian and as a servant of god accountability look around i want you to look around right now if you're at home or wherever you're watching this i want you to look around all right you should have a great feeling about the people in your circle because you are surrounded by like-minded people we must hold each other accountable to our commitments. So those three things I want you to really key in on and focus on those. All right. Especially from this message. So I hope this message has helped someone today. And I hope that you can share this message with a friend or a family member. Don't hesitate to reach out to me on any of the social media platforms for prayer, suggestions, topics you want to hear, interviews or collaborations. So uh, once again, man, I just want to say thank you guys for real. And um it's just, I know I said it's going to be a short message, but I just felt the spirit moving. I had to go ahead and share with you guys uh, what was on my chest and on my heart. So thank you again. Uh, thank you for tuning in, FWP gang. I love you. God loves you. And that's fights. Peace. me